Hey, my friends. You know, here in this cannabis industry, it's been a very slow rollout across the United States. And for businesses trying to jump into this industry, well, it's just damn difficult is all I can tell you. I mean, there's no banking, there's no advertising, there's no insurance. <gasps> oh, wait, there is insurance now for some. And today, we're going to talk to Summer Kairos about the cannabis insurance business. She came from Colorado doing this. Now she's down in Florida. Well, I'll let her tell you the story. But wait till you hear what Summer Kairos has to say about the shenanigans going on with my medical records and insurance. Here we go. Welcome to Season 3 of the Cannabivarum Podcast, the Cannabis Truth Podcast. I speak the language of cannabis freely and uncensored while educating my audience on safe use of this live plant therapy. You should know what's in your cannabis, what's good and what's not. It does not come with an FDA stamp of approval yet. Using cannabis mindfully as medication is a different concept in Western healthcare philosophy, specifically of the past 100 years. There's a lot to learn and reconsider. The information you'll find here comes straight from the scientists and clinicians doing the work and reporting their findings in real time through various live online outlets. The scientific truth of cannabis is finally getting out and is wide open for all to see at respected medical sites like PubMed.gov and JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association. And I'm right there in the thick of it with all those titans of medicine as a fly on the wall. Because I'm not a doctor. I didn't go to med school. I did take dozens of private cannabis courses offered by cannabis expert scientists online over the past few years and slowly began to understand the bigger picture. Well, I can talk to those medical professionals about cannabis all day long and their patients and hopefully inspire them uh, to research the facts as we know them today. Cannabis is an amazing alternative in health remedies that can reportedly alleviate typical disease problems and troubling side effects caused by synthetic prescriptions. This is Honey Smith Walls, a 21st century cannabis shaman, not a doctor, not a scientist, raised by nuns and wolves in the verdant cattle pastures of the Oklahoma oil fields. I'm here to amplify the truth of this great big story and language of cannabis in historical, political, and scientific terms so you can make educated decisions about the medicine you choose to ingest. Well, hello. It sounds like I have summer. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? All right. How are you? 
I'm just great. Just got back from a nice, beautiful walk with my five little puppies and uh, saw lots of blue sky today and uh, friends and neighbors out walking there. You know, it was a little puppy festival out there back in the woods and by the pond and near the railroad track. And you could hear the train come and dance. You know, it's just... <laughs> A glorious morning experience to be enjoying. And I have cannabis to thank for that. How was your morning? It is. It is hectic. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody's got a different path. Isn't that right? That is true. Oh, honey, it's so nice to chat with you. And when I saw that you were in the insurance company in the cannabis industry, I was just truly my interest and curiosity was piqued because I live down here in Melbourne, Florida, and I, um, uh, of course, can't get any insurance to pay for my my cannabis use as a medical marijuana patient but and there's no adult use here uh yet so uh i'm assuming that your insurance company uh helps other companies and like that in businesses but i can't wait for you to tell my savvy audience all about it yeah so yes, I own a health insurance agency. Um, I actually, you know, started as a child, um, as a teenager in Boca Raton in the '90s. My mom had an agency here. Um, in 2004, I opened my own agency in Colorado, and so I'm sure you can see the path to how this ends in cannabis. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. So I, I basically my business, you know, focuses on designing employee benefits for different types of businesses. So in 2004, I was one of the 10 um, brokers partnered with the Colorado Springs Chamber of Commerce. And, you know, this is before the Affordable Care Act, when we could go in and design discounted plans for businesses. And so, you know, I helped to, you know, HVAC companies and nonprofits, medical practices, uh, businesses like that. Um and so, yeah, that was how I built my first insurance agency. And then I launched my cannabis division a little bit later in Colorado. You make it sound so easy, honey, but I'm sure the chaos of the times uh, had a huge play in all of that for you. Did it not? Yeah. I mean, so, you know, 2012, Amendment 64 passed uh, by ballot initiative, and that's when we kind of legalized recreational cannabis. So, you know, it's, it's it's kind of interesting being down here in Florida now where, like you said, there is no adult use and it's um, it's like living in the past a bit for me. <laughs> oh, I bet. I didn't realize you were here in Florida. I'm so glad. Where are you? I'm in Boca. Yeah. So I split oh, yeah. OK, wonderful. Well, gosh, we're going to get to hook up then because I'll see you at different conferences and festivals and events, won't I? Yeah, I used to actually surf up by you when I was a teenager. I think my surfing days are gone, but. Uh... <laughs> oh, no kidding. Well, we've got some good places over here around Coco to do all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So now that you're down here in Florida, gosh, I'm just trying to wrap my head around. Um, did you come to Florida before it was legalized? So, well, let me tell you first a little bit about like, you know, kind of what the cannabis industry was in Colorado in the early days, you know. Oh, do. So I, because I think, you know, this is sort of 
this is sort of the way that I end up in this industry because obviously it's easier for me to just help um, HVAC companies, right? They don't face any of the challenges that cannabis businesses face. Um, But, you know, in, you know, in the early days and and honestly, even now these businesses, first of all, there's a, you know, a law 280E, so they can't take business deductions and, and that applies to things like employee benefits, it's a um, monster law. It really is. It it's is. a Franken monster. Yeah. And so, you know, my, my first clients, you know, start, you know, after legalization and, you know, these are businesses running on cash. So from my side, I'm looking at this like, okay, even if I find an insurance company to do your employee benefits, you know, how are you going to pay $30,000 a month or $40,000 a I month? I don't know. Like, Honestly. Yeah. Like if you don't have a bank account, right? Yeah. Like, physically pay. So these are sort of the challenges that we were facing early on. And, and honestly, even still, because I do. Um, Honey, hang on. Wait, wait just a second. I'm sorry to bark in your ear, darling. Hang on. Goodness. I guess I just swallowed my own spit wrong is all I can tell you. But uh, forgive me for interrupting and please continue. So, you know, early on, we have these, you know, businesses who can't pay their, um, you know, they don't have banking, basically. This is the big problem. Right, right. And they also <laughs> payroll services. So, you know, one of the um, issues on payroll was, you know, uh, being able to get a company that could go pick up the cash in secured trucks and pick up the money from the businesses. And we actually still do that. A lot of states um, do still have a lot of cannabis businesses still helping them do payroll. Um in Florida, really one of the challenges in Florida is being able to find companies to pick up the cash. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So, you know, on the insurance side, it's just, it's always been a struggle, Um, you know, on the disability insurance, right? A lot of companies provide disability insurance for their client uh, or for their employees. And we only have one insurance company that will write cannabis companies. Goodness. Um, things like a buy-sell agreement, right? If you're a business owner and something happens to one of the owners, you know, we use life insurance products in most businesses and, you know, we can't write those on cannabis businesses. So there's all kinds of things we can't do. And yet this is a state legalized medicine that people have been using since 2014, 2014, legally in this state of Florida and businesses still are crippled by the 280E mandate. Yeah. You know, we have, yeah, it's, it's a really frustrating compliance for businesses also is just utterly ridiculously over-regulated and yeah. unfair it doesn't make any sense you know just all of that stuff going on still here in florida unfortunately it, it just makes it absurdly uh out of the question for a small um business owner to come in and, and try to help people get cannabis oh i mean the look the small business isn't even you know we have what 13 i think licenses that are up and running in florida and the last one sold for 55 million dollars so you know, in, in other states, you have a true small business model, like in Oklahoma or, you know, Colorado, but, you know, in Florida, <laughs> um, you know, we'll it, see what happens. There's a case in the Supreme Court and, it, you know, it could change. Um, but 
Well, that's just it. The legislators here in Florida just keep rolling their regulations under the feet of, uh, you know, all these old fart Floridians who come down here for blue sky and medicine. And you don't know what's happening. You, you can't keep up with the legislation just as a patient. And let me tell you what happened to me recently that just disturbs the hell out of me. Maybe you can figure out what to do about it. I just changed my cannabis doctors. And the second doctor looked at me and his eyes popped out because he and I are friends. He happens to be a neurologist. And he said, do you have multiple sclerosis? And I said, no. He was looking at the the uh, paperwork that had been sent over to him from the prior doctor that I was going to for my cannabis recommendation. And he said, well, it says here that you do. And I said, well, I don't, as my eyes got, you know, big as pies, because I was worried about what my insurance was going to do to me. Damn it, I'm afraid of insurance as a woman, as an old woman. I'm 67. I'm afraid of insurance. They've already scared the hell out of me throughout my lifetime. And now there's a lie on my medical records. What's that going to do? Who put it there? I didn't tell him I had MS. Nobody, no other doctor told him I had MS. Well, he says, what was your original reason for going in? Well, terrible arthritis. My hands are, you know, horrifically painful. And nope, can't do that anymore. Well, I've got high blood pressure. Nope, not that. IBS. Nope, not that. And, you know, went through all these lists. And finally, we're standing there staring at each other, wondering what the hell I'm going to do. How can I get a recommendation for cannabis now that I've been using, you know, for four years and or more? And uh, 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 what's going to be my reason? Because the legislative regulations rolled right under my feet. And even though I've been in this industry all this time, I didn't know that they'd change that. I'm embarrassed about it, but I didn't know. And here I am a victim of it now. And probably just for this lesson. And so I took my mask down and pulled my lip up to reveal this tumor that's been growing on my upper gum. And his eyes got big. He said, is that cancer? And I, I don't know. I haven't had a chance to go check it out. And this is not too long ago. And um, he said, well, I'm going to put down oral cancer uh, as your reason for a recommendation for cannabis. And that was my ace in the hole. But I don't know what to do about my medical records now because that lie is on there. And if they did it to me, they've done it to everybody else. Right. So, you go to apply for life insurance or disability insurance, you know, these right. medical records, and it really is a problem. So, I've, you know, I've got a real big mouth in case you didn't, <laughs> in case you didn't figure that out already, Summer. And I just... You know, the name of my business is Cannabivarum. It's Latin for cannabis truth. And I'm not going to get stinkered by these guys who are not telling the truth and going to get me in trouble because of it or make me a victim of their issue. So, um, you know, it's got to be fixed. 
it's going I mean, to be fixed. I think so much of this can just be solved, right? With just <laughs> really, yes, hello, and 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 voting the right people in who want to learn the science of cannabis and help the people and companies coexist. Hello. Right. So I'm, I'm really proud for you that you've taken this step and this path into this difficult situation, you know, cannabis and insurance and companies and Schedule 1 and 280E down here in Florida and all over the place, you know. So it's just, it's ridiculous that companies can't use credit and uh, banking and all of the tools that any other ordinary business would be able to use. Right. And yet here we are. And, you know, I was, um, I'm, it, they're accepting applications right now in New Jersey. And so I'm doing a lot of quotes. I'm, I'm licensed in 12 different states and mm, uh, just because of cannabis, I have a, mm -hmm. you know, I have my regular insurance agency and my cannabis division, my cannabis divisions rather large right now in multiple states in New Jersey, they're preparing their licensing applications. So they come to me for, you know, liability quotes, you know, workers comp, all of that. Um, and one of the clients I spoke to, uh, their bank is in New Jersey is wanting to charge $2,500 per month, you know, per location. So on a vertically, <sighs> when you're talking about like a vertically integrated company, you know, they're going to have a grow, they're going to have processing, they're going to have a dispensary. I mean, they can mm. have many locations. So at $2,500 mm. a month, per, I mean, this, this is something that I, as a business owner, I don't pay any fees to my bank. <laughs> you know, they, they want my money. <laughs> I... Oh, it's so mind boggling the the tricks of the old trade, you know, and and how oh, corporate has already come in and taken over so much of of uh, this industry in this particular state. It's frightening for us and sad a little bit, you know, and unfair again, as I said, to the small guys. And we'd yeah. just like to be able to help everybody coexist. Yeah, yeah. Florida's Florida's in a totally different market, you know, it's just all large. Right. So let's talk about some fun things. Okay. Instead of now that we've got all that sad <laughs> stuff out of the way. Yeah. I, how did you come into cannabis, you yourself, personally? Hey, my friends, I want to give you a tip about somebody I know and trust who can give you the help you need. Dr. Anthony Mazzo is a highly rated neurology specialist here in Melbourne, Florida, with more experience in headache, epilepsy, and HIV issues than other doctors in this area. Dr. Mazzo was the first clinician to study the cannabis plant and become a medical marijuana physician in Melbourne when it was finally legalized in Florida in 2016. His understanding of the mechanism and effects of this live plant therapy will set you on the path to relief in no time. Dr. Mazzo is not quick to prescribe traditional synthetic chemicals when he knows that gentle cannabis will likely give the relief that you're seeking. I know this to be true because I had to see him for my own old lady neuropathy issues. He did not prescribe the usual synthetic stuff. He told me to go get a particular kind of cannabis instead and use it in a specific way to find relief. And that is what every doctor in America should have in their little black bags. 
He also doesn't know that I've made this little commercial for him, so be sure and tell him where you heard about him. Just tell him honey sent you. He'll get a kick out of it. His clinic details will always be in my show notes for you. It's the Brevard Neuro Center, Dr. Anthony Mazzo, M.D. His phone number is area code 321-733-2711. And he's at 315 East NASA Boulevard in Melbourne, Florida. Dr. Anthony Mazzo, a great friend to all of us. So it's funny because I don't actually use cannabis and um, <laughs> that's always surprising to people, uh, you know, because I have my cannabis logo all over everything, but it's, for me, it's really a political interest, right? Like I mm. helping these businesses for me is a way to really, I think, help fight the drug war. I don't like seeing people in jail for, you know, putting a substance in their body. It's ridiculous. We don't arrest people and put them in jail for, you know, drinking alcohol in their homes. And so, um, for me, it really was more more political interest. It's, it's nothing personal against cannabis. It's just that it happens to give me panic attacks, and I can just drink coffee and have those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Three cups, and I am totally wired. Yeah. So I do use CBD products, um, and and I actually think that a lot of people have my reaction to THC, um, and I think eventually we'll sort of get to the point where we can figure out which strains do work for people with anxiety disorders, but yeah, you know, currently it's, um, I don't, I don't use it. You don't use mm -mm. products with THC in it, but you do use cannabis products that are CBD is what you're saying. Yes. Is that correct? I, I do. I use, um, I'm a big fan of the full spectrum products. And I as well. Who, who, uh, who's your favorite full spectrum I can't Company. say because I have so many clients in the industry and they all oh well of course not products. <laughs> of course not oh god Louis says she catches on real fast eventually about me <laughs> I love that saying <laughs> anyway of course you can't darling but I can only imagine and I'm very happy to hear you say that you prefer a full spectrum product I do as well I truly believe in all of the cannabinoids in the in the plant and uh, their synergistic effect. Our audience is pretty savvy about all of that and uh, are happy to learn, you know, any kind of new tricks of the trade that uh, they can be enlightened about. And we're always talking about how we use cannabis differently and how we layer it. You know, I get up in the morning and sometimes instead of coffee, I'll have um, a cannabis bud in my uh, hot water with a little splash of uh, either allspice or cinnamon. And uh, that gets me calmed down for maybe a, a little nervous interview that I might be doing in an hour or so. And so, uh, and I'll just use hemp for that because I too, I can't use a lot of THC. It makes me anxious or maybe it's a particular terpene that's doing it. I'm not yeah. quite sure about that. Terpenes are interesting. Yeah. I was at, um, MJ, at, do you know about MJ BizCon, the big cannabis conference in Vegas every year? I do. It's a fascinating event and I can't yeah. wait to go to one. Oh, you haven't been? Yeah. No, been. I'm just jealous of everybody who has. I mostly just walk around and now just kind of, you know, look at all of the terpene research. I think it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I um, I have a a circle of. Oh, gosh, I'm just getting all tongue-tied all of a sudden. On LinkedIn, I've got all these buddies who are scientists and doctors and pharmacists and, you know, clinicians and all of that. And they're all in the cannabis industry. And they are the most fascinating people to listen to. You know, I'm just a fly on the wall. I'm not a doctor or a scientist. But I have taken lots of their courses and studied under them for years and years. I'm still nowhere near anywhere close to understanding most of it or all of it or, you know, half as much as they do. But it's such a glorious plant and can help our humanity so easily and so well because of the receptor system that we already possess in our body that, you know, just opens its little arms to the plant. It's funny that um, that we're discovering, oh, yes, and also one more thing I just uh, am understanding recently. Women who possess estrogen may be having that effect with THC because of their estrogen levels. Hmm. Ta-da! You're welcome. Talking to my cannabis expert, OBGYN. Interesting. Ain't it, though? So that's just sort of in the science uh, laboratory being looked at. Uh, and and there's a <clears throat> I know that Whoopi Goldberg tried to go in this direction. Boy, are we off shooting from insurance? But but she was in the process of creating a tampon that had uh, that was infused with THC. Don't know where that went. And now I just heard yesterday from Dr. Cody mm, Peterson, oops, or somebody on one of those shows, the Conigma. Maybe it was Ilana Goldberg on the Conigma podcast that the UK is using hemp and CBD infused tampons now medicinally. So, you know, and having great success with that, which my dear is sort of how it got started in Europe uh, through the queen's doctor giving her uh, cannabis for her menstrual uh uh, for her menses all you know it's been here forever and we've been using it forever and and so there's all kinds of reasons why we should be able to continue to utilize this wonderful plant and have businesses around it especially insurance on the you know on the hemp side you know i think right now you know most of my clients are you know cbd like you're saying mm-hmm. uh, but I, I was listening to, do you ever listen to Bob Hoban? He's a friend of mine, a cannabis attorney out in Denver. Um, he's at Clark Hill Law. He was, you know, on a podcast I was listening to this morning. He was talking about the future of the hemp industry, you know, and how right now most of the growers are growing for CBD, but really the plant just has so much more potential than that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he wrote the laws for, I think, 30 different countries in South America, and he's very involved and Ecuador and all these countries. And, you know, he's talking about the protein of of the plant and Mm -hmm. how, you know, countries with protein deficiencies um, like Ecuador are using the plant to, as protein to feed the shrimp farms. Like this is one of the largest industries there. And so I just think that, you know, I think that this market looks completely different in 10 or 20 years, you know, both in the U S and globally. I mean, right now it's a little bit cost prohibitive in the U S um, so I think we have to find new policies to make it, you know, more affordable to grow. 
Yeah, absolutely. The environmental impacts too, right? I mean, I think this is like an important aspect that gets overlooked, but it's, you know, we know in the industry, you know, that this restores the soils. So, you know, and we know that companies could make very easy changes and, you know, maybe they're doing hemp packaging or moving to hemp plastics. Right. Um, so I don't know. I, I sort of see it. I see, I'm sort of interested in that. Well, they cleaned up Chernobyl with hemp. I keep saying it. And, um, they, they're already making airplanes and cars with hemp. Right. The car doors, right? Uh, I mean, uh, oh yeah. Uh, you know, there would not be a white guy on planet America had had they not had hemp, which makes rope and sails, because you can't <laughs> sail a ship without ropes and sails. America was built on the backbone of hemp. The very first thing the settlers were ordered to do was grow hemp, and they could pay their taxes with it. They, they were ordered to grow hemp so that they could begin a military navy. And so it, it's, I, I'm not, uh, you know... I'm not exaggerating when I say America was built on the backbone of hemp. It truly was. And it was in our food and in our daily lives and in our medicine chests. And, uh, you know, it served us well. Our animals ate it. And there's even slugs down at the bottom of the ocean that are invertebrate that have an endocannabinoid system like we do, or at least similar to ours. But, you know, never seen the light of day. And yet there it is. So... Um, it, it's, it's, it's coming back. It, it, it may have been stomped down for a period of time, but it is returning. And I'm not sure if mankind has made that happen or if the plant is smarter than we and coming back on her own, but whatever, I'm glad that she is. And, and it's making an immense, uh, change on the lives of many who are able to utilize it at this point. And I wish you well in your effort to help spread this word and help companies make uh, good choices and, and um, uh, you know, protect themselves uh, in the way that insurance can. It, I'm, I'm really glad to know that you've, you've come down here and that you're spread around. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love the industry. This is, you know, where my heart is it's business you know they the business owners face challenges that they shouldn't and so yeah as long as that's the case that's you know compliance in florida for businesses uh in this industry is uh, a rocky mountain climb you know with legislation rolling under their feet it's so hard to know um how to keep in step and i'm sure you help a lot of companies uh, stay on the straight and narrow path too with that. I do. I, tr you know, I try to be a resource. It's, um, it's a very tight knit group of professionals who work in the industry, you know, from the banking to, like you said, the compliance side and, you know, the cannabis attorneys. And so, you know, oh, yeah. resource for all of that, if you're applying for a license, I try to get you to the right attorney. If you're, you know, I want you to have a good HR attorney. I want you to have, uh, banking that's, you know, in Colorado, you know, there's one bank that may, may charge $20,000 to review financials and set up an account and another bank that charges $500 a month. And so, you know, I just, I try to be a, re, a business resource for these companies and in every state that I'm involved in. So, 
do you see people turning to crypto for um you know monetary uh relief from the third party you know just the whole decentralizing issue of uh all of that uh, i i mean you know I mean, that's a complicated situation because there have been some companies who've you know been startups and um companies have lost a lot of money so i try not to yeah. get into the credit card processing side and the in the financial piece of that but um yeah, yeah that, that is another another side of it right oh there are so many angles to consider in this industry aren't there it's just fascinating yeah Mm. really is tell us who your friend is your attorney friend in colorado that has a podcast let's plug his podcast oh yeah you know what he's not doing it right now oh um, okay well no it, it was an older podcast oh i see yeah well i returned to some of those older podcasts too i understand what you're doing for reference and to hear uh you know, re-listen to things that are really juicy. So that's cool that we can do that with a podcast. If technology had not progressed to this point, I would not be the host of my own show and meeting all of these fascinating people within my own industry, chosen industry, I might add. Wow. Uh, instead, I'd be frantically wondering where I was going to, you know, maybe find a little job to build up a retirement after pandemic hit us so hard. Mm -hmm. So this is, you know, I'm grateful for technology. I'm grateful for the ability to learn, uh, you know, s sitting from my easy chair instead of having to go to a place and learn or having to, you know, all the other old fashioned ways there were. Yeah. I think we've all taken a lesson and, you know, <laughs> Um, technology over the pandemic. I do my employee enrollment meetings now in, you know, Colorado. I just send a Zoom link out and do my employee meetings that way. It, it's wonderful. I, I really am grateful to technology and it's just, it's just going to get better. Tell us the name of your business, how we can get in touch with you and, um, you know, what the, what the contact information is so that my friends uh, and listeners can appeal to you for help. Sure. So my cannabis uh, business is Kairos Insurance Group Cannabis Division, and the website is Canna Insurance Group. Uh, sorry, CannaInsurancePro.com. Very good. I'll have all of these um, links in my show notes as well, listeners. So uh, not to worry about taking a, a note down for yourself right now. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Summer, for coming and being on the Cannabibarum show. I love talking about cannabis and how uh, we live as a culture around this plant and what we can do to help others because of it. And you are just a big help to others because of it. Thank you. You certainly are. Will you stay in touch and let's hook up at some of those conferences and have a good time? Definitely fantastic and if you ever have any need or desire to come back on the show you know where to find us right i do all right fantastic well it's been wonderful chatting with you and thanks again summer take thanks. care of yourself bye bye-bye hey my friends i'm hosting a live clubhouse room and want to invite you to join us i invited my shaman friend Kay Tamino of Journey Drum Fame on Instagram to co-host when she's not tied up traveling. Her lessons of living with our own human spirit and loving each other 
are so deeply respected by all who listen. The Clubhouse Room is called Rising Cannabis Connections. It airs every Monday morning at 8 o'clock a.m. Eastern. Remember, it's live, so you can raise your hand and ask your burning questions. It's kind of like live participatory radio from the comfort of your easy chair. So come on and join our audience. You can be a fly on the wall or jump up there on stage with us and share your own cannabis history. We're having a ball learning about this amazing plant together. So come join Rising Cannabis Connections on the Clubhouse app every Monday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. See you there. You've been listening to another Cannabivarum podcast with 21st century cannabis shaman Honey Smith Walls about the importance of using verifiably safe products. The process of getting a diagnosis from your family doctor and taking your records to a cannabis specialist can lead you to the correct cannabinoid therapy for those issues. Otherwise, You're just your own guinea pig looking for answers without any foundational knowledge or ability to determine the best choices or strategies. To find a qualified cannabis expert in your area, visit CannabisClinicians.org. It is a National Society of Cannabis Experts, and you'll see that link down in my show notes. Unless otherwise proven by a reputable third-party lab test, please be advised that all street weed is contaminated. It may do grave harm to a patient with a delicate immune system who already have inflammatory issues like arthritis, IBS, fibromyalgia, or worse. Subscribe to the Cannabivarum podcast and become part of a project to understand the effects of cannabis on the public. Your anecdotal testimony is priceless to me. Medical citations are posted on my podcast blog when you visit cannabivarum.com. That's C-A-N-N-A-B-A-V-E-R-U-M dot com. Hey, and one last thing. Would you take an extra second to give my podcast a like and review? It's like Bitcoin crack for the algorithms. Thanks so much. Hey, I hear the cows calling. <laughs>